Welcome into the Double App Podcast. So why don't you just lay back and set your feet and listen. Let's do it, shall we? Welcome to your host, Mr. Garrett Haynes. What is this? I don't know how to explain this. <laughs> uh, I'm supplying. Kick some asses. Oh. New intro to the double lab. <laughs> Wonder what this looks like to the outside world. <laughs> You're a freak, ain't you? And weak. Just as much as I am geek. That's oh. you. Oh no. <laughs> cool and a geek. <laughs> I'm a nerd. Get it right. Geek. You saw me geek. Look at him. <laughs> this isn't even their best song. It is the best song. It's, it's better than Beer Fong. Beer Fong's pretty good. No, the squats and shots one. That one's better. That one's pretty good. I saw some of Chalmers' finest state policemen walking around yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them was like six foot six. And he was hefty. They're kind of rude. He's a gang. Right? Like, there's not any good cops. Right. Like, in I want to. All of them. I yeah. wanted to be like, yeah, you want to be a dick me? I know Shane Faulkner. <laughs> no, Shane and then, Faulkner. And, then, and then Luke. Luke was like, oh, yeah? Well, I know Billy Trossus. <laughs> I feel like that's a little bit scarier than saying you know Shane. Because, like, at least you, like, have, like, rules that you go by. <laughs> yeah, I think... And I just think, whip somebody's ass. I think knowing Billy <laughs> would probably help out a little bit more in that situation, huh? It just depends. <laughs> Just depends on the exact situation. <laughs> we need more context. Uh, well, double A family, I'm sitting here with the two Faulkners, Shane and Monty. Um, uh, <laughs> up, dog. You're welcome. You guys want to say hi? Hey, what up? Uh, so, Shane, this is Monty's first year of really being out on his own. Mm-hmm. How's that making you feel? Oh, you know, it's fun. It's fun. Um, remember the times when I was out there and uh, <laughs> just enjoy, enjoying some of the stories that he comes home and tells me. I'm not, I know he's not telling me everything, but it's all I'll right. tell you pretty much everything. <laughs> like I don't leave out very much stuff. But now I, yeah, it makes, makes you proud. makes you proud to see him go on and hit the next level. Monty, this is your first year that you're not traveling to the scrubs. How does it make you feel? I'm tired of being alone. <laughs> Sorry. No, we've, it was, 
it's been a lot of fun. Like all summer, we just we work and then go to a rodeo and get back to work. And work sucked the next day. Yeah. Cause you get back like one in the morning, and that is awful. But you can speak up. Don't be afraid. Do you want me to yell? <laughs> well, you're the farthest away from the microphone. Well, you're holding it out to him. I was just expecting the same courtesy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I feel like I've gotten on a lot of bucking horses, a lot of good bucking horses. I think I've been getting on some rank stuff this year, and I've done all right. I haven't done as good as I wanted to, but... But you've been pretty consistent in placing, so... Yeah, I've placed a lot of places. So, from high school state finals to today right now, we're sitting in Chama, New Mexico for the Chama Days. It's kind of like the granddaddy of them all, Um, you know. The greatest outdoor show on earth. On earth in the state of New Mexico. (laughs) Um, Maybe in America. How many many head of horses would you say you've been on just from high school state finals to now? State finals to now... It's like a month ago. So. Yeah, it hadn't been that long. <laughs> like two months, but but then we've been rodeoing Wednesday to Sunday. So and that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I would say between 75 and 80, maybe. Yeah. I feel like that's fair to say. Okay. Oh, do you think that's too many? Yeah, I think that's too many. But How many do you think I, I've been I'd on? I'd say, you know, 40, 50. Thanks for more than that. Because you're not taking into account rewrites. <laughs> we on good horses. We can get a lot of rewrites. <laughs> Which, there's been... The rewrites have been good. <laughs> Are we telling no, rewrite stories now? I've only got one rewrite, I think, the whole year. But I should have gotten... No, we're not counting that one. Five or six. <laughs> should have gotten a lot more. Yeah, there's been a few that... Probably should have gotten one like, in Bosque. Yeah, should have got one, but they paid me, so... I'm not going to complain. I just feel like that brown crane, I should have been second. No matter, like, Tyler probably should have won it. No, I I definitely think. Yeah, but Lane rode him a lot better than Tyler. But it's really easy to ride a runoff that good (laughs) when they're just crow hopping. (laughs) Like, Tyler's horse was kind of through some moves and was a handful. That's fair enough. My horse had one move. It was a good move, though. It was a solid move. It was, it was really a third-place move. <laughs> One whole lot of the money. You know what? I've watched them gift Tyler the whole summer in Pagosa, so it was nice to be on the other end of that. I'm going to send this to him after. I want him to know. <laughs> Shout out at Tyler Beeb. Is I it Beeb or Beeb? Beeb. That's what I thought. Beeb. 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 In the short go today at Ceremonial. Yeah. How did you do at Ceremonial? (laughs) Would have been better if I rode. (laughs) Did you not get on? Would have been a lot cooler if you did. (laughs) Be a lot cooler if you did. No, Uh, I got on a good one, and, like, some stuff happened. Like, I set my feet for the first time, which that was cool. Horse had some moves. Oh, snap. Is that one of Key Ranches? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that horse bucks. Damn. He's He's got, like, that one big jump. And then he jumps away, like just miserable feeling, is what it looks like. But yeah, like really jumping away like that, that horse bucks. All of like all the horses I've seen from Key Ranch kind of are just they're like that. Like they're yeah. they had one they call Alley Cat, and like went to the Canadian finals a bunch of times. This one, did you see a video or of Creighton Curly getting on him? Mm-hmm. That is a 
cool looking sucker. Yeah, open up a window. It's getting a little steamy in here. <laughs> you don't have to tell people how you feel about me. <laughs> so we are sitting here in the Lodge 2.0. 2.0. 2.0. That's, that's a good way to put it. Picked up straight from what? Tucumcari, New Mexico? Tucumcari. We straight got in, Straight in Tucumcari. Almost a week ago. I've had it for six days. I've replaced the floor. Ish. Shout out the dollar store. <laughs> Part of it. Um, we, we we worked on the roof. We worked on the roof. We kind of sheared that up. Somebody drove it. Looked like they'd driven under a branch or oh, something. Oh, damn. Is, is that why it's kind of... Yeah. Pushed it was that. a lot worse, though. <laughs> yeah, like, it was, it was down, like, here. And then we got it picked up, huh. like, four inches, which is a lot to some people. All right, Shane. So, we, we talked up? a little bit about Monty's summer and everything and how he's just been going and... You know, really enjoying his young high school life. Mm -hmm. So I guess I want to start off by hearing what's, is there like one horse that stands out in your mind that you've, you ever got on? That, or, I, that I got let's on? Let's start off here. About what years did you ride from? Uh, so my high school year, my last high school year was 93 and I just rodeoed nonstop for like 10 years. Um, you know, odd job here and there, and thank you. That, that felt good. Um, <laughs> they can't see us, by the way. No, I know, I know. That's why I was just like got quiet, and I didn't want them to hear. <laughs> they didn't want to ruin the moment. <laughs> uh, um, lift these sticker you could throw on there. Yeah, Dude, you gave me two in. You Blosky. stole two. Oh well, yeah, I stole two. But um, spent some time up in Canada, and there were some like every everywhere you went up in Canada, it was it was just awesome. Yeah. Um, Double tough. Just yeah, like every everybody there could have went to the NFR. They rode good. Every horse there could have been at the NFR. Um, you know they they've been doing their their bread to buck program a lot longer. Um, just just whatever they they've been doing up there, and uh, just it was just awesome. There's there's a couple of horses that stand out. Um, I got on Beaver Dam at the Short Going Cheyenne. And that belongs My, to you. And that's a was a Harry Vold horse, and just probably one of his rankest horses that he ever that he ever produced. Um, got bucked off of him, but he was just unreal, unreal good. And then I got on a horse I can't even remember his name. Um, up at up in Canada, um, I was told I don't know, but I was told he had he had two jump Billy at Bauer. And, uh, and missed him out, but I got him rode, and he was he was pretty impressive. Like, Hearing that, that like, that's kind of got to make you be like, oh, huh, well, I, I, I'm not going to say I rode him good right by him. Um, every jump, it was an indoor pin, and every jump, I, I was looking at the lights in that in that building. <laughs> like he popped my chin every jump, and and all you could do is just lift and throw your feet and hope that he he stayed under you. Um, and then there was another horse that um, way up northern Alberta that we throat latched him and you gave him a double av with a couple of braids in between. Like mark him at the kennel kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, and I thought it was a joke when they when they told me about it. I thought they were just kind of because yeah. I was new up there. It sounds and they were like, like it sounds like horse. Yeah, shit. I was like, yeah. yeah, you guys are just <laughs> full of crap. And they're like, do whatever you want, but like we're telling you. And uh, the guy that had told me about it jumped on his head, and he's like, "I'm telling you, like." And I and I watched him ride his bronc. He was a good bronc rider, so I was like, "Yeah, maybe I, maybe I ought to listen to him." 
and uh and he took every bit of it like it, he was unreal and just float through the air just you could look like a champ on him he was he was like the best horse probably that you could ride everything worked out if they take that much rain it's like it's borderline impossible for him to be even trashy or yeah he wasn't like yeah. he but he just floated like his, his head was between his legs and he just floated and just felt like he was up there for forever and it, he was he was probably the, the best bronc rider i ever made that was on that horse won the rodeo and it was that was a lot of fun but. who would you say your hero is money that's a tough question like i wake up and i would say maybe a mirror <laughs> look in the mirror no, I don't. There's a lot of different heroes. Monty Faulkner, the the least arrogant guy you'll ever meet. <laughs> I feel like I'm only arrogant if it's funny. But no, <laughs> there. I, I had a lot of different heroes. Like growing up, I get to go get on sheep and watch him at a pro rodeo, or like starting out when it was just me and Jake getting two jumped on everything that we entered at, and like guys like Brandon, where you're like, man, that's cool. Like, I wish I could do that. Uh, Daryl Triplett, another one, like, I got to see him a lot when I was a little kid, and then, like, all those NFR guys, like, J.J. Elshur, Isaac Diaz, like, you see them, you're like, that's how I want to ride, and then, you don't ride like that, but, (laughs) it would be cool. (laughs) I thought I was your hero, but okay. Well, like I said... (laughs) There's different kinds of heroes. Like, there's, there's different. Like, yeah, there's if different I wanted, levels. if I wanted to get into the podcasting game, you would be my hero. <laughs> As this is like my first episode in two months. <laughs> you gotta. Yeah, the fa- the fans have been, you know, kind of. Well, I've been saving it. I've been saving it just for you, Shane. Left, left, That's been the just thing. Left just that, you know. That's hope and pray, and you know, check check the podcast <laughs> every day, and now there's not a new one. Uh, I guess. You want to go golfing with us next Saturday? Uh, probably not. I, 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 I do what I can not to not to hurt people's feelings. Oh, right <laughs> I don't now. really try and build people up. I don't. I don't like knocking them down. I just feel like if if you were standing next to me and we were even at the driving range, you'd just be like, "There's no point in me." Doing so this building building people up is that why you were such good friends with Justin Washburn? <laughs> yeah. <Whoa>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow! I didn't think we could get into it if we're on air, but the original name suggestion for this was the Washburn Express, which insinuates which is a bad, very bad thing. Like yeah. you need you need you need a van for that. Well, well us. so so listen, listen to this. What what brought it into conversation was I was talking to Travis one day. Travis Law. He was on the Double Half. Just saying. Before me. Okay. There's levels to this. Um. And uh, Travis is, I, he was, oh, actually, I think we were at a rodeo. Either way, he was scrolling through one of them auctions online. He's like, yeah, I've been looking at getting a bus, so that's what I've been looking for. And he wants to add, like, five or six beds into it. And then he's like, Garrett, like, you could drive it around, and you could keep it at your house, and, you know. And I was like, you know what, Travis? Yeah, I live I'll... next to the school. <laughs> I was like, you know what, Travis? I'll, I'll drive it around for you under one condition. All over the side of it we have to have with the Washburn Express. Wow, that's just wrong that's in so many places. Yeah. That's bad. Um, double lab crew. I, we would explain it to you, but it's 
not you shouldn't have even yeah. brought it up yeah you, you can google that news story I yeah think, i think we've said enough that it's shout out justin washburn figure- <laughs> <laughs> um homies i love you free the bird <laughs> oh all right all right we're we'll we'll get move off on. of that yeah move on <laughs> So would you say Jake is your inspiration and that's why you, Jake Herndon is your inspiration and that's why you got a Capri? No, no. And I, I feel like I'm a lot less arrogant about mine. Like, I haven't just shown up and be like, hey, you guys want to see my Capri? Like, there at Bosky Farms. Did I tell you about that? No. Oh, well, God. So at Bosky Farms, oh, <laughs> Jake went and got this Capri from this guy, fixed some stuff up, and it's a nice little rig. Not quite as nice, but it's nice. And so everybody that Jake saw that weekend that he hadn't seen in a couple of days, he said, like, hey man, did you see I got a Capri? Did you, see, you want to go see my Capri? And then he left his phone in my car that night and I went home. So after they went and picked this up, Jake had came over to my house to get his phone. And I hadn't gotten to see it. And the very first thing is, did you see my Capri yesterday? I was like, not really, Jake, nor do I care. But I went out and I was looking at it and everything. And I was like, Jake, there's a giant ass hole in the side of it. Like it's the size of a softball. <laughs> I'm like, you're just like losing insulation, man. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna spray foam it. Yeah, works. But the way he said it. I've got like a golf ball hole in that corner. So, I can't say a lot. You gotta, you gotta spray foam that. <laughs> spray foam it. Come on. Put some steel wool in there. I gotta get my there. fix a flat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I got asked about interior design questions yesterday. This house? That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, you are pretty feminine. <laughs> no. So, I so thought... just for clarification, you've heard Monty's voice before, believe it or not. He yeah, was Monty's on. has been on here. Yeah, Monty was on the Rodeo Moms episode. I was. Because yeah. he is. Also, people that were on before me. <laughs> That, that's really what we're going through and listing right now. <laughs> yeah, we just need to go, like, everybody's been on before Sam, me. Sam, Like, we're, Sam we've, run out, we've run out of guests. No, so no, we still got guests. Now we'll have Shane on. You know, because Shane hasn't helped Garrett at all. Shane wanted to fuck a horse in the hail. <laughs> I don't blame him. That was big hail that day. <laughs> I wish you were whining about your wrist. Not that day. No. No, that was the other time I went to your house when you know you shattered my wrist. That was a, that was a big. You shattered storm. your own wrist and then blamed it on us because it ha- we happened to be the final straw. Is that the way to, to yeah. say that? Yeah, Let the was, record show you never made me sign a waiver. No, I didn't. I didn't. I expect you. I expect you to be a little tougher. <laughs> I didn't expect you to be so fragile. I didn't expect to be so fragile. Like, no, Garrett will be all right. He's tough. <laughs> uh, maybe not. <laughs> you know what? I'm pretty positive. I that sat was the there. softest that arena's ever been. That was, too. That thing's like, That was like a pillow, right and you still managed to... Let the record show I still sat out there and opened the rope and shoe for well, you guys. Jake were screwing around on Bazooka Joe. That, that, this is true. You so it's not like it. I let like let it stop me. No, no, you did. You were, you were a champ you about didn't. it because we 
like four hours of just screwing around after we bucked horses. And then finally, I was like, Jake, can we like, <laughs> can, we can, can we go? <laughs> and then Jake's like, all right, we'll go to my mom's and eat dinner. Well, yeah, he's like, can we stop at my mom's and eat? I'm like, no, Jake, I want to get home. Wasn't that a steak? You wanted a steak? Yeah, Jake was stop like, well, we could have steak. steak. We could stop at my mom's and have steak. And I'm, Jake, I'm like, Jake, I want to go home. I need a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> And then finally, I was like, you know what? You see this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, finally. It was gnarly looking too. Oh, it was broke. The was... video is bad. You just, it folds. Yeah, well, Sage watched the video and she comes and brings it to me after you guys left. And she's like, this is broke. And I go, yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> well, we were there in the kitchen. Well, you didn't need to tell me. I knew. <laughs> we are there in the kitchen and mom's going through all the videos of the day. And then she just starts gagging. And we're like, what's wrong with you? Oh and she's like, look at this video. Garrett's dying. <laughs> Call an ambulance, figure out where they are, don't let him drive. He's dying. <laughs> like, well, it's a wrist, so. <laughs> he's not driving either. It's not even his dominant hand, so he'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can nurse at home. Uh, yeah. And then I sat in a cast for seven months. Still went over to your guys' practices. You did. You did. <laughs> oh, that's when Brandon came in. Yeah, that was an avenue. Right whenever that's you guys right. picked up. That's when we got the rank yeah, That's when we got the good horses. The good stuff. That's when you got the we A got pen. Got the juice. Got the juice. Faulkner family practices. They're they're nothing if not interesting. Yeah, I have not had a successful one yet. <laughs> but you've gotten a T-shirt. You got. Two t shirts. A couple of t shirts. Yeah. A couple of t shirts out of the Faulkner practice pen. And I love them. So. They're almost as cool as Jake's. Jake's Jake's got the original. The best. The yeah, best. Jake's the, hero. the best. The hero shirt. At Monty Faulkner's Jake Herndon's hero. You guys have also heard Jake's voice. Jake's been on here. Pancake. They call also him, before me. They call him Pancake Jake. That one, that's slightly disrespectful. Yeah, that's fair. We wanted to hear Jake's thoughts over a former pro athlete. <coughs> you tell me what that sounds like. Do you think Monty's going to be ready by the time he's 18 to step up to his pro permit? Uh, yeah, he's, Monty works hard. Monty, Monty works hard every night, um, whether it's the spur board or the bucket machine. Or with me. Um, I mean, that's that's after hours type stuff. The, you said at night. I, I, I know it's a double double half podcast, but I, I feel like idea. some stuff just needs to be kept sacred. And, like the Justin. I didn't think we were bringing that up. Yeah. Like, you know, I, like, get that, like get Garrett bringing up Justin now makes more sense of why he likes hanging out with, <laughs> with kids. <laughs> so, so are we really like, like, I mean, we started this off by me knowing Justin for a lot of years, but what we really That's need to ask one. is, who is Garrett's hero? That's like, and that and if he's so... honest, why, <laughs> why he can't get off Justin's subject or other things? That's like that's I, a I weird just, one it's... though, because there, but before, like that was another one of my brown cred heroes was Justin. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And then he, really he, went, well. he helped me out a lot, too. He screwed it all up. Yeah, like in, in especially when you were young. Yeah. Summer camp. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I 
It's no wonder he was the president of the High School Rodeo Association. It's, it's, it's no wonder he stayed as long as he did. You know, why did you bring it back up, Shane? We're moved on. <laughs> Got you all excited again. So yeah, yeah. Garrett, Garrett got flush red and like started sweating a little bit. <laughs> That's for other reasons. <laughs> well, no, we I know that. I just wasn't going to tell everybody. Because <laughs> it's hot. It is. Some stuff needs to be left to the imagination. <laughs> just going to let you know that. Ah, uh, so back to talking rodeo. Okay, so. You know, you've talked about a lot of the pro rodeos and everything you've been to, but, like, I mean, obviously, they weren't all pro rodeos. Was there, like, one open rodeo that you went to, or maybe one that, like, you went to that Monty's able to enter now that's, like, just kind of gives you that bittersweet feeling? Uh, so I don't, is XIT still open? No. XIT was a badass yeah. open rodeo. No, it's pro. Um... I, there's there's so many good rodeos. It's just hard to pin, pinpoint one. Probably. Or if there's a if there was like an open contractor that you opted to follow more than some others, or. Like Lindrick. Well, I mean, I am old, so like uh, you know, Buster. Um, Buster had some really cool horses. Um, he had some really eliminators. Um, like it was. He, he had a lot of good horses, but. Um, like they they damn sure bucked and they could have they could have went to a lot of pro rodeos edgar wilson same way um then when i quit for a while and came back when uh, was that oh so i quit when i broke my leg and then came back and like oh two you're no it was i thought that it was like 2010 yeah it was like 10 because like no i broke my leg in oh oh three oh okay no i broke my leg i guess in 2000 and then got married stayed out for a while and then came back in like 10 in 2010 um carl was contracting and asked me to start picking up for him and watching those horses really made me want to come back and he had he had a super good pin carl bradley yeah and that was always fun um and then started going again got my uh, got my card back and went to a few pros for a while it was it was a good time it was a good time it was a little different hauling kids around <laughs> um at that at that point um like baylor was baylor was pretty young and there was that steamboat <laughs> i was literally I had my i had my rain measured my foot was on my on my saddle they were they were catching the horse that the guy that was out before me and baylor was young young and she's pulling on my shat leg on my other leg and she was like hey i need more money for the, for some candy or something like that I was like kind of doing something here like <laughs> kind of busy fix <laughs> the climb on a bronc baby like you might want to wait do you want the candy that bad um but that was that was a good time like, like having having the kids watch stuff like that and, so what was your last year uh, 13? 12. Nah, 12. 12 was last year because that's when I went to New Zealand for the for the world finals or world deal that they put on. They invited me over there and I got to ride on both the North and South Island. Got to see a few good friends that I'd made um, up in Canada that were from New Zealand. That was cool. Uh, Steve Houston, he won the won the New Zealand 
championship after he had been to Canada. Got to hang out with him again. That was that was really cool. So, who uh, was there? Like a group of guys that you kind of traveled around with and hung out with the most, or just kind of whoever. Um, so I had a few different Holland partners. Um, Tweedy was Tweedy was was definitely the most animated. Um, Trey Griffin, uh, hell of a brown rider, hell of a bull rider. Um, guy. Sorry, bastard, wake sure. up. Butt crack of dawn, no matter what the night before was, he would jump on your bed singing. And if you know Tweety, he can't—he can't hardly talk, much less sing. So it's not a good way to wake up. But and then he make it's you drive Trey all day. Tweety, I'm assuming. Yeah, Trey. Huh. Um, I didn't know. That. I didn't know. And then Daryl traveling awesome. with Daryl really, really up up my bronc riding. Um, it, just the way Daryl breaks stuff down is just unreal. And even back then, like that was like it was just bronc riding. That was all that that carload was about. Um, when I hear like, you know, like talking bronc ballet and stuff like that, I, I think of Daryl. Yeah, Daryl. Daryl's unreal. It's, like he's he's got it down to a science yeah, and and knows crazy. how to explain each aspect, and can think of ten different ways to yeah. explain each aspect. He'll say the exact same thing, yeah. but he'll just say it a different way. And the first time he said it, you're like, huh? And then, you know, the the next way he puts it, it just hits with you. And you're like, holy crap, that, like, that's, that's gospel. That's, that's how it works. <laughs> like that. Is. I think in Lindrith, he got it across the first time. He's like, you're just being a pussy. <laughs> Sometimes you need to hear that. No, no. I, he said I just need to loosen up. Don't worry, we're still it's recording. Still recording. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's like it went black. We took, just talked for thirty Technology minutes for nothing. <laughs> I, I've I've had that. I've happen. said some good shit here. <laughs> I've I've had that you happen. Recreate all this. It's not gonna be original. <laughs> do, do you have the script still? <laughs> Chance, but like Chance Barnes was in the in the car. I got to travel with Chance year. when I was first starting off, and that was awesome. Chance and Corey Lefebvre and yeah, Corey and Chance, they were they were you know brought youth back into the car like that. Everybody give us give us hell about walking behind the sheets with hot coffee, and it's like 150 degrees in Pecos. <laughs> You're drinking coffee, and that was it was just good. Like I, there's nothing better than riding rocks. There's no. nothing better than riding Bronx. I, I truly, that's like, I watch Bronx and I'm like, there's nothing better. Like than how Bronx. we feel about Bronx riding is how you feel about the school bus of Corona. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to circle back. <laughs> I felt like the people needed to know. <laughs> PSA. I feel the same way about Bronx, don't worry. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe, maybe you need to be just a little less passionate about Bronx. And <laughs> not just in the moment and let it happen. <laughs> don't go to your safe spot. <laughs> don't go to a safe place. I'm about to go to my safe space. <laughs> I'm tired of this, Paul. What? It's too damn bad. <laughs> uh, so are you going to be judging today here, sir? I am. You are? How do you I feel about that? that? 
Oh, I'm asking. I, I, I thought I, it was flanking. I don't know. I thought I was Cody flanking. Since I since I didn't get to judge yesterday, I thought I, I didn't. I wasn't told I was judging today. But okay. No, that's fair. That's yeah. I figured you'd have the same judges, but probably I don't know that. So anyway, you never know around these parts. So anyways, so anyways <laughs> <laughs> next question. I think that one's <laughs> dove into enough. So when did you meet Miss Sage Faulkner? When did I meet her? Mm-hmm. At her broke leg, and I had an ex-girlfriend invite me to the bar, and she happened to be there. Did it happen to be all Fosters down the road? No, no. This was down in Espanola, and this was at the casino, uh-huh. like that. Got her, got her number, called her up, said, hey. And that was up. whenever you saw to put two quarters in to call her up, right? Well, I had a landline. Oh. Um, <laughs> like yeah, there there were a few of those around, but like at the house, you know, had, had I had I had one a little bit that summer, so I had a landline on at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Thanks for going good. It was still working. We're pulling checks. Um, they they hadn't turned me off yet. Power power and everything was still on. They hadn't turned that off yet. So were you were you serious enough to carry around a beeper with you too? A beeper? No, no, I wasn't a dealer. Um, <laughs> like that was just a dealer thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the doctors use it too, but well, yeah, well, dealers. dealers like, about it. <laughs> they give you how many drugs. people? How many people are hooked on prescription drugs nowadays? I mean, come on, they're a dealer. Um, but no, it was it was a landline. Um, it had a long cord, so I could walk around while I was talking. Oh dang! It was yeah. It That's was the best. it was it was uptown. You can't just sit there on the phone. You got to do stuff. Yeah. Um, asked her out, went on a few dates, and the rest is history. As they say. Yeah. Three kids later. Three kids later. Finally got, you know, satellite. <laughs> I'm assuming that was after 2013. That was, a, that was after the kids, yeah. 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 <laughs> after 2013, whenever you, you decided rodeo wasn't the way no. you were going to live. No, no, no. We got, like, when was Keelan born? 08. 08. So it 2007. It had been 08, 09, we got satellite. It was pretty cool. Well, lobby. Yeah. yeah man, satellite was a thing at that time, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's been around a little while. Been a little while. But most recently, Speedway Rewards. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's you know, one thing that I really, really wish we would have had back then was the Speedway Rewards. Yeah. Game. I have the Maverick Rewards. That's no kidding. I got 50 cents off every gallon. Yeah. The other day I filled up somewhere. Yeah. We didn't have that stuff. But, sure. but your fuel was not quite yeah. $4 a gallon either. No, but the purses weren't near as high either. Felt <laughs> <laughs> the same. No, I mean, like, we had um, we had the lodge. The lodge. The, the original. Lodge. The original OG. lodge. And um, towards the end there, and it was it was really comfortable there. But before that, Daryl had a, a town car. And... Uh, we, I had a good bedroll. Daryl had a, a little less of a bedroll. <laughs> and then Robert Aragon just had, you know, like a couple of blankets or something, like a sheet maybe. A couple of drugs. It was pretty sad. And I, I'm pretty sure Robert came up with it, but, like, we all agreed to it. So whoever, because we just park on the side of the road, throw the bedrolls out and sleep. Right. And whoever did the best... Um, at the rodeo before I got to pick which bedroll, <laughs> which was really unfair since I had the, the badass yeah. bedroll with a, with a mattress. 
And then, Shane's and, just like, no, 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 I, I think I want to use mine. So we, you know, it was incentive. Like we, we did a lot of stuff like that. We had the mark out rock. Um, What's the mark out rock? So that was just a great big rock that was behind <laughs> the chutes at a rodeo. And if anybody missed their horse out, then they got the mark out rock. So, so you dropped it, like, it on their toes, or no, no, you just threw it in the gear bag, and you had to pack it oh, around until somebody, until somebody else missed their horse out, and then they got to mark out rocks. So, like it just added another thirty pounds to your gear bag. Do you remember by chance where you started that? I I want to say me and Daryl started that at Durango, at the weekly pro rodeo that they used to have, and it just carried out from there. And we packed that damn rock around for two years. I would I would own that rock. Like, I, it, I don't even it, know what happened to that rock. It's probably a, in at Daryl's practice pen. <laughs> <laughs> like if 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 I ha, if we had something like that going, I'd have it in my gear bag for so long. It might as well say property of Gary. Property of Gary. <laughs> That's I felt that way last summer. That's something of I was thinking about that. I one of my goals at the start of this year was to fix my mark yacht. I feel like I've done a pretty good job of that. I'd say so. Yeah. Like yeah, I've two jumped three horses yeah okay david rouse no david that guy oh, david in the worst the worst screwing in history oh god i mean if did just... you see that no yeah i saw the video the video yeah so, feet are still up there when the flag is so thrown. so everybody knows david's got like a wicked ass mark out and this horse runs halfway across the arena at pagosa and that's a big arena and breaks. David holds it through the first jump. First two and jumps. As the horse passes the judge, and David's feet are still in the neck, toes turned out, like the the type of mark out everybody dreams of having. The judge throws a flag, and I look over at him. And he goes, "They were low." I'm like, "They're still there." <laughs> David comes back, kind of mad about it, with understandably so. And I said, "That's probably got to be the worst." screwing yeah. i've ever seen and, and i bet uh, you he didn't say anything to the judge he yeah, was mad he, just, he was yeah mad, he was but he just walked out pissed. of the arena yeah i've never money. seen him that pissed about something but he had enough self-control to not go tell him and he needed he like that judge should have been told something yeah i think i would have gone up to him and be like listen here but buddy boy good for david because the only time i've told the judge anything i then started losing bronc ratings to jake <laughs> so it's not the first one you've ever lost to Jake. No. If no. I remember, there was Farmington last year. Oh, yeah. ouch. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the only one that comes to my mind. The high school rodeo in Farmington. I don't remember what happened to me at that rodeo, though. I think you missed a horse out. Oh, yeah, I missed a horse out, and then I got my second horse rode. But, yeah. No, I didn't miss him out. I blew a pedal on my first one. And then, so I lost that rodeo. And then in Taylor, he placed over me, which their judging wasn't great. But then Farming, or uh, Mascalero, that judge that I told off at a high school rodeo, like, I felt like I made a really good brown cred until the last half second when I set on a foot. Was that in Hobbs? No, Mascalero. I just said Mascalero. No, 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 that you told him off. Lovington. Lovington. Because I got on a racehorse. He got, he got on one that loped across the arena. And I got told that I didn't get a re-ride because I sh- or he would have given me a re-ride if I would have spurred him. Which, if you've ever been on a horse that's running off, that's a scary deal. That's not even a rule. It's not. It's not. 
You got like, like it's it's just you. Actually, so now in the PRCA, you don't even have to declare yourself anymore. No, they they took that out just four right. years ago. Bull right. In either, from so my if understanding. One turns out backwards, you automatically get a rewrite. But, right. Um, if you get fouled in the bull ride and you don't have to declare yourself, you still do in the bronc ride. Oh really? Yeah. Speaking rule. of kind of like the bull riding, bronc riding of the PRCA. Um, well, I guess whenever, I don't know, I think it started in about 2014, 2015, but the bull riding now has the day money. That, that was a thing even when I was rodeoing in 93. Oh, really? I thought yeah, that was it, relatively it newer. Just, no, it didn't just start. It's, it's okay. been around for forever. Do you think that's something that they should do for the bronc riding? So, yes and no. Um, the way horses buck now compared to how they used to, um, it makes more sense to do now. Um, so the way day money works is, is they just double your fees and then whoever's out in that perf that night, whoever gets a, a score just splits that pot evenly. That was nice. Like, I mean, it sounded a little wet, but you'll need to check that. Um, and so you just split that pot evenly. So with the, the way horses are now, um, now you would make a little bit of money. Um, you know, before when it, in the brown crowd and like, you know. Is that because like the horses are more even now across the board? No, horses just buck harder now. And anybody that that doesn't say that is full of crap. Hands down. Hands down. Genetics. It's it's not, you know, back when they bucked anymore. Yeah. Um, So, so back then there was more guys riding, so you wouldn't make, you know, you just get your money back type deal a lot of times. So now it would make a lot more sense. I'd, I'd like to see it. But yeah, fat women and day money used to be the bull riding saying. Yeah. Back in the day. That's what kept you going down the road. So before I gotta go to my meeting, I got time for one more question. Make All right. It, make it a good one. I just had it hand, hand. Oh, what are your thoughts on the markout rule? The markout rule. I think it's very subjective. Um, I think everybody everybody interprets it different and I think there's a lot of lot of flaws to that system. Um, honestly, uh, a good solid mark out helps you set up a, a good ride. Right. So it's something that a bronc rider should strive towards, but every horse turns out different. Every horse comes out different. There's just different scenarios that you just can't, can't, you know, equate for. And, and every, and all, and there's a bunch of guys that say, well, you know, when that horse first hit the ground, your foot dropped. So they're throwing a flag. Well, if you read it word for word, when that horse hits the ground, your spurs have to be in contact. It doesn't say that, that that they can't fall out right there. And you got guys that just really either don't know or they've just interpreted it different. They're just, you know, and and, and you've got a lot of ti- timies that are judging bronc riding that yeah. just don't have a damn clue. So maybe instead of doing away with it, if they just clarified it a little bit better? No, I, I, I think they should probably do away with it, but it should be part of the scoring system. Right, kind of like if, how the if PRS you mark, did If it. you mark one out, then okay, now you're, you know, you're, that's a full-fledged bronc ride and we can mark you right up to, up to 25. If you didn't mark him out for whatever reason, now you're, you know, now you're scored, you, you're only eligible for possible 20. Right. Cause the pro rough stock series, which was going a few years back, it has since collapsed. They didn't have it, but <laughs> yeah. well, if you didn't mark them out, if you didn't, Calgary, Calgary yeah, but if you didn't mark them out, it was automatic five points off of the yeah, score. Yeah, like, and that's what I'm getting at. Like, you you know, you're, you're, it's possible 25. If you didn't mark them out, now you only have a possible 20 yeah. type deal. 
Um, but by the same token, it's still subjective. You get one that really blows out and you tried to mark him out and your foot just fell a little bit. I mean, that's maybe you should get three points for still kind of a gray area type deal. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with the way it's written necessarily. Um, more so I don't agree with the way people interpret it. Like I've seen guys throw a flag because you didn't hold them for two. Yeah. Well, that's not the damn rule. Travis Law. <laughs> you know, so I it just, it's, it's a very, it, it's just his opinion right there. And I think they should need to take as much of that out of the judging system as they can. Cause it's already, you know, tough. Do you want to add your Instagram handle on my mom's calling me. Hang on. Never mind. Oh, um, okay. I'll just ignore it. Uh, he doesn't know his Instagram handle. Hang on. Monty Falk five two six on the gram. Shane, do you have an Instagram? Yes. Yes, he does. Let me. I do. You do. Yeah, I you do. send me stuff all the time. He sends me stuff all the time too, but he sends it to the Double Shane Out page. Dot Faulkner dot three nine five three nine five. Well, thank you guys for sitting down with me for a little while. Hey, and... buddy, thanks for finally having me on. And uh, it's been we'll it's just been coming. Close, close her out. Don't be long, cause you're alone and weak.